Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Psalm 82. A Psalm of Asaph. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. How long will ye judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah. Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said, Ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men, and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. Well, good morning, everyone in the United States and around the world. This is Kennard speaking. I'm your host, for the merciful servants of God biblical instructional program. This program is for those who truly seek the truth of the Word of God, the Bible. I'm going to talk about today who is our ultimate example, the one being that we should follow, and the one being that we should copy his behavior and his actions as much as possible. But I want to go over some world news right now, as I tend to do on this program. Uh, Let's first go to watch.org, www.watch.org. And this is a good website for you to check on a daily basis. This is Koenig, K-O-E-N-I-G, International News. When you get to the website, you'll see a picture of Netanyahu, the current Prime Minister of Israel. And there's a headline there. It states, Netanyahu to New York Times. This is uh, October 13, 2013, uh, when this uh, program is on the archives. I'm sure that this uh, article won't be on the website when people listen to it in the future. Anyway, Netanyahu to New York Times. Herzog, Churchill were more alone. So he's making a point there that uh, only a week and a half after taking a jab at the New York Times during his United Nations speech, a move that earned him a critical op-ed in the prestigious paper, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu gave the paper an interview as part of his current media blitz. The story mostly focused on Netanyahu himself and depicted the Israeli leader as growing more and more isolated because of his hawkish stance on Iran, a position which, according to the New York Times, the Prime Minister is no stranger to. The New York paper, which has had a bumpy relationship with Israel Netanyahu recently, 
noted that in his office, Netanyahu has two pictures of men he admires for recognizing danger and time, Winston Churchill and Theodore Herzl. I quote, they were alone a lot more than I, end of quote, Netanyahu told the paper, which noted that, I quote, such isolation is hardly new to a man with few personal friends and little faith in allies, end of quote, adding that the prime minister, quote, again, shuns guests for Shabbat meals, end of quote. All right, so, again, the rumors about Iran continues, and the... uh, Speculation about it continues as well. Another headline here, Al-Qaeda leader urges unity among Syrian jihadists. Um, He's talking about um, another uh, headline here. He says that Lapid received eye-to-eye on Friday in Washington. Uh, That's a book that Koenig had written and published that proves that every time the United States tries to convince people that Israel should uh, allow the Palestinians to have a state side by side with them, something happens, and this is really documented, and it does prove that God does not appreciate them doing that. So, says Netanyahu criticizes Lapid over Jewish state comment. As Israelis, Marif newspaper has reported snippets of a conversation said to have taken place on Thursday between Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and Finance Minister M.K. Yair Lapid. Uh, the newspaper reports that during the conversation, the Prime Minister described Lapid's failure to demand recognition of a Jewish state as a dangerous left-wing opinion that would only set chances of peace back. Netanyahu had previously said recognition is a non-negotiable tenet of negotiations with the Palestinian Authority. So, another headline, Ted Cruz confronts President Obama at White House. Any deal to reopen the government must also provide relief for those negatively affected by Obamacare. So this is interesting what happens, uh, or what will happen in reference to all these things. And we need to keep in mind uh, the Bible prophecies uh, about the downfall of this country and other countries that continue to disobey the laws of God. Uh, Jeremiah, let's turn to Jeremiah chapter 18. Jeremiah chapter 18, starting in verse 7. Now remember that the prophet Jeremiah is not only a prophet to Israel, he was also a prophet to all the other nations. Jeremiah 18, verse 7, At what instance I shall speak concerning a nation, and concerning a kingdom, to pluck it up, to pull down, and to destroy it. If that nation against whom I have pronounced turn or repent from their evil, I will repent or change of the evil that I thought to do unto them. So, that's what God wants uh, each and every leader of their nation to do is to repent and the people too the the people need to repent as well but of course people follow their leaders or should anyway and then this can happen the other way too at what instant I shall speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to build it, plant it or bless it 
if if it do evil in my sight that it obey not my voice, then I will repent of the good whereof I said I would benefit them. So it it, it works either way, either way. One of the things that we need to be concerned about, as far as this country is concerned, um, is our socioeconomic status right now. And is is not really looking good, folks. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28. I have to always give this disclaimer because I'm sure there's people listening to me for the first time. When you see Israel in the Bible, ladies and gentlemen, it's not just talking about the Jews. In Genesis chapter 49, it lists 12 tribes. One of those tribes the Jews belong to, the tribe of Judah. Later on, because of the uh, Nebuchadnezzar king, the king of Babylon, in around 586 B.C., had taken over Jerusalem. And then later on, uh, they were allowed to go back to Jerusalem and Benjamin and also Levi, the tribe of Levi, also joined Judah. So Judah right now is a combination of those tribes. But originally, in Genesis chapter 12, if you study that, there's 12 tribes (laughs) of Israel. And Judah is one of them. Benjamin and Levi is another one. But case in point, those tribes in particular, the northern kingdom. Now, let me explain. Originally, with King um, Saul, there was just the kingdom of Israel. What happened because of Solomon's sin, it's in the Bible, Those the, the kingdom of Israel was split into two different uh, kingdoms or houses. You had the house of Israel and the house of Judah. The house of Israel was taken into captivity because of sin from the king of Isaiah back in 721 B.C. Um, That's the reason why historians today call these tribes the lost ten tribes of Israel. But it's not lost. It It will not be lost to you if you listen to me, uh, go to the following website, www.beasinboyritam.org. That's www.beasinboyritam.org. www.britam.org. And be, in, and be enlightened and be amazed because that website will prove to you that the ten tribes of Israel consist geographically today of the United States, the British Commonwealth of Nations. Matter of fact, the word British, Brit in Hebrew means covenant, ish means man. I hope I've whet your appetite. Anyway, Canada, the countries in northwestern Europe, New Zealand, South Africa, Australia, Yes, they are. They consist of the modern tribes of Israel today, and of course, anyone that that believes in King Messiah, who is Yeshua Messiah, Jesus Christ, automatically becomes grafted into the Commonwealth of Israel. 
So anyway, check that website out again, www.bsandboyritam.org. Your Davidi's website, outstanding website, has all kinds of information. I uh, suggest you buy his books if you want to get in a deeper study, but it has all the information you need to prove and identify where the tribes are today. Anyway, the prophecy in Daniel chapter 28 now you can better understand it because this is a prophecy about Israel. And Deuteronomy 28, verse 1, And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And that's really what the United States is today. But we didn't get that way because of our behaviors, because of his mercy. Verse 2, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. So he talks about the blessings, but I want to get to the cursings here, the cursings in particular that can help us to understand what's going on here in this country as far as the economic uh, status. Deuteronomy 28, verse 43, the stranger that is within thee shall get up above thee very high, and thou shalt come down very low. Now, this is a very interesting prophecy. China holds over $1 trillion of our, our debt and treasury bonds. Uh, other foreigners come over here and invest in United States um, assets and land and property. So this is what this is certainly referring to. And also... Chinese people come over here and they become U.S. citizens, and they take full advantage of it. They they have there's so many different restaurants. I admire them for their uh, their tenacity, their their aggressiveness in the area of entrepreneurship. They work very hard. They come over here and take advantage. They they are very intelligent when it comes to uh, math. And, and and they're very industrialist, and, and, and they just are very, very, uh, they really appreciate education, much more so than we do. And, and and they come over here, and they take full advantage. And it's no wonder if you look at the United States Census uh, website, you look at uh, per house, uh, per income, per individual, um, Asians make much more than Caucasians at this point. Deuteronomy 28, verse 44, says, He, the stranger, shall lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head, and thou shalt be the tail. The United States is the world's uh, largest debtor. We owe the most than any other nation. And that's going to continue on as long as we disobey Yah, or God. And verse 45, Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee, and shall pursue thee, and overtake thee, till thou be destroyed, because thou hearkenest not unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded thee. And for people that doubt, oh, that's for the Old Testament. No, it's not. First Corinthians chapter 10, the first 10 verses prove that we, those who uh, congregated with Moshe or Moses, receive the same spiritual drink. So that that's a good chapter to study, first Corinthians chapter ten, verses one to ten. 
And it says, verse 46 of Deuteronomy chapter 28, And they shall be upon thee for a sign and for a wonder and upon thy seed forever. Verse 47, Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness, and we should serve him with joyfulness, and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things, therefore shall thou serve thy enemies, which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger, and in thirst, and in nakedness, and in want of all things. This is coming, folks, that we don't repent. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon our neck, in other words, oppression, until he has destroyed thee. And then it's going to lead to verse 49 here. The Lord shall bring a nation against thee from afar, from the end of the earth. This happened back in Old Testament times, but prophecy is dual. As the eagle fly of a nation whose tongue you shall not understand, a nation of fierce continents which shall not regard the person of the old, nor show favor to the young. And he shall eat the fruit of thy cattle, our resources, and the fruit of thy land until thou be destroyed, which also shall not leave thee corn, wine, oil, or the increase of thy kind, or flocks of thy sheep, until he has destroyed thee. And he shall besiege thee in all thy gates, until thy high and fenced walls come down, wherein thou trustest throughout all thy land. And he shall besiege thee in all thy gates throughout thy land, which the Lord thy God has given thee. And this is, it even gets worse here. Verse 53, And thou shalt eat the fruit of thine own body, the flesh of thy sons and thy daughters, which the Lord thy God has given thee in the siege, and in the straightness wherein thine enemies shall distress thee. So this is socioeconomic chaos, ladies and gentlemen. This is coming upon this country, upon the world, really. Verse 54, So that the man that is tender among you and very delicate, his eyes shall be evil toward his brother, toward the wife of his bosom, and toward the remnant of his children which he shall leave, so that he will not give to any of them of the flesh of his children whom he shall eat, because he has nothing left him in the siege, and in the straightness wherein thine enemy shall distress thee in all thy gates. So anyway, this is terrible, ladies and gentlemen, what's going to happen. I'm just telling you, unless this nation repents, these prophecies will be fulfilled. Let's pray that we repent, because I certainly don't want to see anyone go through this. I really don't. But that's where we're headed, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, if we don't get our act together. All right, let's, in the remaining time that I have here, let's talk about something that I don't think people really understand fully, the implications of this scripture. John 14, John 14, verse 6, states, I'm going to say this in the old fashion King James Version, John 14, verse 6, Jesus said unto him, If I I am the way, I am the way. Well, actually, in verse 5, let's get the context here. John 14, verse 5, Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? Well, that word way in the Greek is hodos, or hodos. It means progress, the route, the mode, or the means, the journey. And then Jesus said unto him, I am the journey. He's the means. He's the truth. What is truth? Psalm, Psalm 119, verse 142 tells you the entire instructions of God, which is translated law um, in English, but in Hebrew it means Torah. 
means the instructions, the teachings of Yah, which is really the entire Bible. So he's the truth. And the life. The life. And this word life in Greek means zode, and it means life. So Yeshua, or Jesus, is three things. He's the means, the mode, the way. He's the truth. And he's the life. He's the ultimate example, ladies and gentlemen. No man comes unto the Father but by me. So if you want to ever, ever be able to see the Father and greet him and hug him one day, then you better realize that Yeshua is the way, the truth, and the life. And you're not going to be able to see the Father unless you come by him. And in verse 7 he says, If you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth you know him and have seen him. So if you get to know Yeshua, you will also get to know the Father because as he stated um, in this verse or in this chapter that the Father is in him and he's in the Father. That's how they are one. So that's very important. And then let's let's look at the, this scripture here. I just want to emphasize this scripture here because First uh, John chapter 2 verse 1. It says, My little children, these things write I unto you, that you sin not. And if any man sin. So first of all, what what is sin again? I have to go over this. First John 3 verse 4 says, Sin is the transgression of Torah, or, or the commandments, or the law. All right? And then in James chapter 4, verse 17, it says, if you know how to do good and you don't do good, then that's sin. So that's what's sin in, ladies and gentlemen. That, that is what's sin. That's the simplest way I can explain sin biblically. So this is a very powerful scripture because it tells you that even little children should not sin. All right. So my little children, these things write unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Yeshua Messiah, the righteous, or Jesus Christ, the righteous. And he is the covering or propitiation for our sins, and not only for ours only, but also for the sins of the entire world. He didn't just die for Israel. He died for the entire world. Verse 3. And hereby we do know that we know him. We know him. If we keep his commandments. His commandments is the Father's commandments because he didn't do or or teach anything unless the Father told him to do it. They are one. They are in agreement. So, hereby we do know him. We do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. If you don't keep the commandments, if you don't keep the the instructions of, of, of God to the best of your ability, you don't know him and you don't know the Father. Verse 4. He that says, I know him, and keep of not his commandments, is a liar. You're lying. You're lying. Let me give you an example, an example I've been dealing with here lately. If if you know that Yeshua 
kept the Shabbat as his custom, meaning that he did it most of the time. And you don't want to do that. You have your own method of keeping Shabbat, and you use the excuse that he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Uh, and he did, did it uh, 40 days and 40 nights, meaning five times he didn't fellowship with someone because of fasting. You use that as an excuse to, to take one Shabbat off just to be alone by yourself, and you're not fasting then that's not following his example. He only did it five times in his entire life of not fellowshipping with people. And that doesn't void the Leviticus chapter 23, verse 3 commandment, where it says, uh, you shall have a holy convocation, which is a commanded assembly. So whose example should we follow? Yeshua's or our own? That's just an example of the many. Uh, we have to follow his example. Verse 4, 1 John 2, verse 4, He that says, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. Remember, he's the way, he's the truth, and he's the life. Verse 5, But whoever keepeth his word, and him verily is the love of God perfective. The, the love of God is perfected if you keep his word. Hereby know we that we are in him. He that says he abides in him ought himself also to walk, even as he walked. So I want you to understand something. In the context of commandment keeping, he's telling us that we ought to follow his example of how he kept the commandments. So, you know, th this is very important. This is very important, ladies and gentlemen, that you understand this. And if you don't understand this, it's going to be very difficult in the weeks and months and years ahead to really be able to endure the tremendous chaos that's going to occur on this earth. So you need to study Psalm chapter 91. You need to understand the following. Let's go to Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs chapter 1. You don't want to be like this. In verse 22, it says, How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit into you. I will make known my words unto you. So if you don't resist correction from the scriptures, he will give you the ability to understand the scriptures, but if you have the following attitude that is displayed in verse 24 of Proverbs chapter 1, because I have called and you refuse, I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded, verse 25, but you have set at naught all my counsel and with none of my reproof. In other words, you don't want to be corrected. I will also laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear comes. Verse 27, when your fear cometh as a desolation, and your destruction comes as a whirlwind or as a hurricane. When distress and anguish come up upon you, then shall you call. And that's the way most people are. When something happens, then, oh, God is in my life now. Then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. You should be seeking him early and calling upon him when everything is okay, too. 
not just when things aren't okay. Verse 29, for that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. What is the fear of the Lord? It is to hate evil in Proverbs 8, verse 13. Proverbs 1, verse 30, they would none of my counsel, they despise all my reproof. Verse 31, therefore shall they eat of the fruit of the behavior of their own way and be filled with their own devices. Verse 32, for the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools, the prosperity, what is that in, the, in Hebrew, is shalvah, security, abundance, peace. And that's what we have, basically, in this country. But that's going to end, folks, because it says the prosperity of fools shall destroy them if we don't repent as a nation. Verse 33, But whosoever hearken unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. Meditate on that verse and also Psalm 31, ladies and gentlemen, and learn how to follow the Messiah's example and keep the Shabbat and the holy days as he did. May God bless and keep you. And Yah willing, I'll be available to you next week. Shalom. Peace. Malachi chapter 4. For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. And ye shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. Remember ye the law of Moses my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horeb for all Israel, with the statutes and judgments. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.